Welcome to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenants. I'm your host, Kevin, and tonight on the show, I'm joined by fellow host, Julian. Hello. Hello, Julian. And new to the show for the first time. But not new to the podcast. <laughs> uh, the silent partner himself, John Redshaw. Welcome. Hi. Finally, I uh, managed to make it on after we've already had a guest episode, a guest on the show. It's the good. man who designed the logo has taken what? What episode are we up to now? Like 14 or 15? 11. Well, you know, you don't have to put people off me already by telling them I designed the logo. I mean, it's not a very good logo. <laughs> <laughs> he's also, well, he also did the, mod, the uh, Melbourne Wargaming logo, so I think he's... Uh, oh, that's a bone of contention still. Oh, the shooty shoots is... <laughs> the, paint, the paintball logo. The shooty shoots is my favourite. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, it's, it's, it's a winner in my books. I think it looks great, but uh, I'm concerned by the division it's going to cause. It's going to be like another Brexit. Oh, I think uh, I think Damien summed it up perfectly, and then I told him he was a filthy casual and he can fuck off, and he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Back on topic. So on tonight's show, we're going to wrap up the, uh, the last part of CanCon. Uh, Julian and John weren't able to make it last week to the recording, so we brought them in tonight. So we're going to discuss that. But first, John, seeing as it's your first time on the show, why don't you give us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, tell us your wargaming backstory. Sure. Now, as you can tell from my accent, I am not a local because, you know, this podcast is filled with uh, with local Australians. And uh, so, yeah, so I came from the UK originally, um, grew up around about five miles so about eight kilometers from Games Workshop headquarters. My next door neighbor worked for GW and he, uh, he gave me a first edition Rogue Trader book back in the day. And so I, um, I started playing 40k right back then because I'm also old. So, um, you know, I've been, I've been playing for quite some time. Uh, you're playing with beaky marines. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, basically it was a role playing game back then. Mm. There wasn't much war gaming in it. But, um, you know, played that for probably ten years, if not a bit more. You know, late late school days and uh, sort of early early college university days, and then the GW power creep started. And so what? I, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, when did that start? Yeah, well, Grey Knights Fifth Edition were not overpowered at all. <laughs> oh, it started way before Fifth Edition. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, yeah, so I I basically took one look at it, realised that I was going to have to spend a crap ton of money that I didn't have being a poor student and that I my money was better spent on beer. And so and uh, women probably yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. How old were you then? Um probably nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. Mm, mm, so mm. you know beer was definitely more important at the time. We all had uh, some beers, yeah. <laughs> um, Mine started a few years earlier, I think it was about fourteen. But well that's what no, happens when they, you live in the Highlands of Scotland where there's nothing else to do except drink. Well yeah, I mean the beer started before then, but the, the regular consumption of beer probably started <laughs> more at uh, at eighteen, nineteen. Um but yes, and so I uh, I gave up wargaming for, for quite a while, still have all the old stuff that I have back at my parents' place in the UK somewhere. Probably worth a fortune, mate. You should find that. Yeah, I mean, it's all the all the old metal chaos marines and stuff. It's oh there. boy, oh, you're man. sitting on an app. You're sitting on your your retirement there. <laughs> yeah, if I can, you know, be bothered to go and search through my uh, my parents' attic, which is not something I want to do. But yes, and so forty um, k was my first love, as I think probably if you ask, I reckon eighty percent of Infinity players. They'll say that 40k was where they started wargaming. Um, but then we moved to New Zealand about 12 years ago. And uh, friends that we made there, it was actually a, a guy from New, originally from Newcastle in the UK, believe it or not, um, 
was big into wargaming and he kind of reignited my interest in wargaming a little bit and I, I played a few games with him of various systems so uh, I did a little bit of Flames of War and a little bit of um, Bolt Action and a little mm, bit of... Neck beating. Uh, yeah, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of neck beating. And you know, uh, if you've, anybody's ever seen a picture of me, which you probably haven't because I hate having my photo taken, um, I'm probably the only person on the podcast without any kind of facial hair. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, me, Jacob. Nick. Nick, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you're the, you're the, you're the only baby shaven. face. <laughs> and actually, I went around to Nick tonight to pick up this microphone, mm. and he's got a really nice beard going on. He's, he's probably growing it out. He's, he said he was an, uh, an interview or something, but... It was a phase it, it he's going was, through. It was a very sexy-looking beard. I had mm. to comment on it. Mm. But yes, yeah, so uh, we, we did a bit of neck bearding, and he also played quite a lot of the... Um, Lord of the Rings uh, game, a Hobbit game as it was then. I think it's now called Lord of the Rings from GW. And I played I played a little bit of that with him, but never actually bought anything myself mm. because, you know, you think Australia's expensive for um, for the hobby and GW stuff in particular. New Zealand is much more expensive. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I feel for them over there. I lived there as well for a year and um, Flames of War was really huge. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the prices by were Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. battle was it? Uh, the Perry brothers, I think, is the the guys that do Flames of War. Uh, no, the Perry brothers. I didn't don't think that they do. Um, like a whole second Napoleonics. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I played a bit of that, but then moving over to to Australia, um, made a mine who I knew through online gaming. Um, said, oh, I've just heard about this cool game. This was back in two thousand and thirteen. Um. To hear about this cool game. It's uh, got a load of got sci-fi inspired stuff. So, oh, that interests me. And he showed me a picture, and the first thing I saw were the J- old JSA Aragotto bikes. And I'm a massive, uh, as the kids say nowadays, weeb. Uh, I love my anime and stuff. So it's weebo. <laughs> <laughs> This is the young critic. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they, that basically looked like the bikes from Akira. And so mm. I was sold immediately. And that's why I got into Infinity. And that's why I've been playing JSA for as long as I have. Because mm. you came onto the scene, what, like a year and a half ago? I, I kind of got back playing regularly about a year ago. Mm. Um, that's when I met you. Yes. Yeah, mm. we had a game at House of War, thanks to the good old Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I um, I basically I was um, made redundant from work about a year ago. Um, I've since got another job, so I'm not I'm not crying inside. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was made redundant from work, and I needed something to kind of pass my time a little bit, so I wasn't going stir crazy at home. Mm. And so I thought, oh, I've got some of these old Infinity miniatures that I've not either assembled or painted. I really should do that. Mm. But if I'm going to do that, I want to actually play the game. Mm. And so yeah, I kind of. Uh, put a post on the Facebook group to see who was playing and it's kind of snowballed from there. Because mm. the uh, the guy that I initially kind of got into it with, which was great, he... Um, Alex, was it? Or, no, no, yeah. it's a guy called Gus. Yeah. He went and had a kid about three years ago. So oh, that's unfortunate. I know. How, what a, what a how poor, terrible. poor uh, taste and timing. Just poor planning. should have put his Infinity, uh, Infinity community first. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I am now trying to get him back into it, especially uh, because he has got some Shazvasti models that he like, was struggling to actually make work. And with the uh, alleged um, reboot of the Shazvasti this year... What, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, that, that's been confirmed, hasn't it? Uh, mm. we, we can say that that is not alleged. It's, uh, it's pretty much confirmed. But uh, I'm hoping to draw him back in with the, the promise of new rules and new models and new fun stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah. that, that's me in a... 
slightly larger nutshell. And it's interesting because when, when I first started going to House of War, because I was playing a lot of general games in Hampton and then I moved to Mount Waverley. And so, I was a bit far from any guy. I started going to House of War probably, I don't know, about eight months or so ago. And it was just you and Alex. Yeah, pretty much. And then last week and the weeks before, we had like five, six tables going at one time. It's amazing. So, it's gone from like one table on a Thursday night to like five or six. Yeah. So, and that's pretty much all down to you and you and Alex kind of starting to play there and making a weekly event. So I, I, I've been pushing for a while. I, I'm- quite persistent when mm. the mind takes me it's like yeah mm. are you coming so you coming to play infinity are you coming to infinity are you coming to infinity mm. and eventually people get fed up with me asking and say oh, okay and then they come and realize that it's actually quite a good laugh and mm. keep coming it's mm. good mm. Uh, it's been a it's been a great start to the year for sure mm. plenty of new players so it's good mm. all right well thanks for that um i guess we'll get, get stuck into the main part of the show who would like to go first oh i think you should go first john Sure. Okay. So right, yes, continue talking. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'll continue sure. talking. <laughs> Just wait till I talk, mate. You're not going to want me to shut up. I know. That's, that's why we're picking you at the end. So uh, I can cut you, you off. Can cut me off. So um, my my CanCon. Well, this was obviously the first time I'd been to CanCon. Um, I I knew about it. I've known about it for several years, ever since we've been in Australia, really, because my wife and I are quite big board gamers too, and uh, we know the people who run the board game library at CanCon which is actually going from strength to strength too, which is great. Um, and we've always wanted to make it up. In fact, I planned to go last year, but um, with everything that happened with my job and stuff, I just wasn't really in the mood to uh, to sort of make the drive up last year. Um, and so about, what, four months ago when the tickets went on sale, we thought, all oh, right, let's let's do it. We'll, uh, we'll make the drive and we'll go. Um, and I had an absolute blast. It was great. It's, all, it's a hoot. It, it always it's always is. a hoot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you put faces to names of the people that you you talk shit with online, and uh, mm. yeah, and you for you all know with your your meme lord status. Uh, Man, I yeah. felt like an absolute celebrity. I had randoms coming up to me and going, "Oh, you're Julian," and I'm like, <laughs> "So this is this must be what it feels like to be a celebrity." I yeah, like you, this. I think you might have to take the uh, the title of the local celebrity off Nick. Yeah, no, I didn't see anyone go up to him. Well, not 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 them, but after the memes you made of them, maybe. Yeah, yeah then they were. Know. Yeah, yeah. Then he yeah. was actually a celebrity. Yeah, and no, I, sh- I really should have thought that through. Yeah. Uh. So my my plan for CanCon was, I didn't expect to do especially well because I yeah I just play for fun and I'm not a very good player. Very um, modest. I I disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I I said if I, I could win two games, I'd be happy. I fully expected to only win one game. And I came out doing better than I thought, which mm. was nice. Mm. What did you end up with? I ended up with three major wins and two losses. And I put you in... 17th. 17th, mm. so a very respectable position in the yes. top 20. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, it, I was quite surprised. I was After the first day, I think Rid posted the stats and I was 12th. And then I won my fourth game with a major and that put me sixth going into the last round, uh, which put me up against an actually good player. And so I got trounced that game but that was fine um but uh yeah i was i did a lot better than i expected to partly maybe because not a lot of people are playing jsa at the moment and so people are not necessarily expecting yeah i I find that uh, very very strange i was expecting there to be a lot more jsa players at cancon given how many jsa players we had for a while in melbourne i think a lot of them jumped on then jumped off yeah 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 i think so Mm. i think you're right Mm. Um, yeah. So, what did you? What? Sorry. What was your highlights of of the um, of the weekend? Really, just 
meeting all the all the people. I mean, you know, as I think you've said last week, and you know, in Infinity Infinity's friendship. Yeah. Mm. You know, <laughs> the the whole thing with the game because it's so cooperative. It's not about playing against your opponent. Mm. Well, you know, well, it is. You know, you want to win. You're, you're trying to beat them, but it's so cooperative, and you know. So, so you play five games. Yes, uh, five good players. Five, five great players. Um, you know, I, I think there were uh, out of the sixty-nine people that I think ended up playing. But out of the sixty-nine players, I think there were only two girls. I think I can use that term, and that's fine. Girls playing um, mm-hmm. in the tournament, and I played both of them on the first day. So it was oh, great. Oh, wow. Jackie and Sarah. 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 Yeah, Jackie yeah. from New South Wales and Sarah from Tassie. Yeah. Okay. So what were they? Uh, well, actually, your five opponents. Uh, five armies, what were they? Yep, so first game was against um, a local player, Luke. Um, we have a long-standing history of, uh, of having to play each other at tournaments. Um, and well, you so grudged him, didn't you? I grudged him. Yeah, the, he grudged uh, me in the last tournament, and that made it kind of a one-each, because he beat me in that game, and that made it one-each between us. And so, like, right, at CanCon, we're, we're finishing this. <laughs> and so I grudged him for round one. And he was playing Morat. Um, and then second game was against Jackie. Uh, she was playing Steel Phalanx. Um, third game, Sarah, she was doing a limited insertion tack list. I heard about that list, yeah. Yeah, it was a, Do you remember a, what was in it? I was um, keen to There know. was um, Spetsnaz, uh, Vasily. Oh, yeah. Um, a 112, a Core Link. Um, I a Core Link of Vic Kazakh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, which she unfortunately left in a line um, down the side of a building very much in the line of where my Onuwaban had infiltrated with, with a boarding, boarding shotgun. shotgun. Yes. And so uh, I I made some sort of uh, short work of that, unfortunately. Oh, I felt I felt really bad when the dream, she, the dream. I saw it there and I thought, I can't not do it. I feel really bad for doing it, but I can't not yeah. do it. Well, that has actually be able, you know, no one in cap, armor four, mimetism. Yeah, you know, all you'd have to have is one drop out and take a pistol shot. True. Because a heavy pistol makes mm. short work of... Oh, I know me, only yeah. and even then, I think they're like Fizz 12 or 13 so they don't dodge bad either no they're good they're really solid yeah. um, but yes yeah, so, so yeah Sarah was playing the tech list then I played uh, Ryan from New South Wales Ryan Jago mm-hmm. um, I played he was Ryan playing well. yeah. Invincible Army mm. um, and he ran a very interesting list against me he called it his anti-Ariadna list <laughs> Um because he was similarly worried as a lot of people were about a lot of tack. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cam yeah. A lot I, of camo. I was worried about coming up against a lot of camo and mm. against Sarah I was quite concerned because I my list didn't have a lot of you know, well, we don't have access to a lot of MSV or anything like that. Um but uh she she revealed stuff out of camo a couple of times that perhaps she in hindsight she would think that she shouldn't have. Um and then uh, so I yeah that was okay and then my last game was against uh, Mark Fabian guy who played on top table last year I believe and he was playing Ikari mm. um, three three Yanyans did oh. work did work for him oh, in yeah. that first turn I played Pete the other night and he ran he was playing Yujing and he ran three um, oh the uh, Lujing the Lujing no he ran one Lujing and three of the Tiger Soldiers oh he's running Vanilla yeah okay. and after the second one I was like oh boy you know I'm expecting like like a hacked out or something and he dropped the fourth one by the time the fourth one came mm-hmm. I was like fuck this what three three Tiger Soldiers and a yeah and a Lujing I was just like I just so what did he have like four orders at the start of the game <laughs> yeah he had a heap of Kongshi mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah anyway back to you so yes so yeah that's, that was my that were my five games they were uh all very enjoyable. I certainly know 
things that I could have done a lot better. Mm. Um, and I got lucky with a few dice rolls, as you know, as you always it, do. It's amazing how much the heat affects your oh, ability yes. to think clearly. Especially that first day. Yeah, that first day I was fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure people in the other parts of the world play tournaments in hot weather, but I don't oh, not know like how Con. much it's like at CanCon. Well, because oh. the, the heat is the same in other places, but it's the fact that the aircon does 40 nothing. degree and 100% humidity. It's just the fact that it's farting against thunder. In Particularly that in that shed when it's an evaporative cooler and it was already ridiculously humid, so mm. the evaporative cooling does basically nothing. nothing it just yeah. makes it more humid almost. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, that's it. Oh, I forgot to ask, what, um, what were your lists? Okay, so my list was very similar, actually. Um, I'd been sort of running with the uh, variation on this list for quite some time. The uh, My main attack piece was the uh, Domaru Diokai Harris. Uh, it's, uh, it's expensive. I mean, you know, basically 100 points for three models, but you get six and a half wounds. So, yeah, everything's two wounds, and the Diokai's got no wounding cap. So, you know, it's kind of like a, an extra wound almost. Is that um, the Diokai with the Red Fury? The Red Fury, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. You know, when you're shooting in the link, burst five, in the active turn. It reminds me of our game. John 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 ran that link and he rocked it around the corner to fight my Noctifier. And like probably hadn't done the the, the stats in his head. No, no, I probably hadn't at that point. He was at neg twelve. Oh. And, and he's so like, guess one. I'll just roll ones and crit and he rolled two ones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, guess I'll just die. <laughs> That's what happened the last time we played. You I had my MSV two sniper, he was like forty inches, yep. almost forty inches away. Yeah. You came around the corner, I was like yeah, mate, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hit me. Yeah. You know, neg six, but you're still hitting on sevens with five dice, and you think you what put two or three orders on it, and yep. eventually you you beat me. Uh, yeah. He just didn't one with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the best part was I needed twelves hitting her on eleven, so I'm like, got him. Exactly. Yeah, I got thinking, him. No problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, and he just crits. Yeah, yeah. Mm. no, it's, it's it's a good thing to remember that mm. Ray Furies are neg three out to only out to, out to forty. Out so, to forty. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. good good range bands like a Spitfire, but still only neg three out to forty. Same with yeah. something like a Foyback. It's only zeros out of. Mm. 32. And that'll so. catch you out if you just think, oh, yo, you'll be neg six at yeah. 32. No. Nope. Nope. Mm. No, it's a, it's a nice piece, especially on a base, you know, okay, Pano will probably laugh if I say this, but, you know, on a base BS 13 model, which for JSA, that, that's about as good as we get. So. As, good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. And Tanko, things, yeah. yeah. Things, yeah. Um, so, you know, when you, if you're hitting on, if, even if you're in bad range and cover, you're still hitting on sevens with five dice. Mm. It, you know, more dice is always good. Diakai can t- uh, can tank a few hits as yep. well. Exactly. So yeah, so you had the Harris. Yeah, uh, the so Harris. Two Domaru was one of them in your lieutenant. Um, on in one list, yes. Yep. In one list, it wasn't. Okay. Um, that that was sort of more for the hide the lieutenant boy. Mm. Um, but in the list where he was my lieutenant, it was um, Neko. Because yeah. You know, okay, so it's Neko and a Domaru. Neko and a Domaru. Right. Neko is just a beast as well. If you can get him up close, he's yeah. awesome. Um, and then my main order battery was a. Uh, a core link of um, Keisotsus um, for three or four, depending on how I wanted to run them. Um, just regular and um, with a missile launcher just up there as an ARO piece. Yeah, you know they only BS ten, but when they're in the five man and shooting at good range, you know you're still hitting on thirteens or sixteens. Still a burst two missile launcher. Yes, yeah. and then as well as that, I had the Kempe MSV two shock marksman rifle, which I could put into the link. If I wanted to, depending on what I was facing. So yeah. that, so you had a f- uh, five man of Kesotsu, and then that was setting out the link. Yeah, well, it depends because during deployment, of course, I could if I was 
depending on who I was facing, I could yeah. either put it in the link or not. So then, if you also if you lost the miss launcher, you could, I reform, could reform the link, keep, keep it at a five. Minute. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I also had a doctor in one link um, in one list um, with a Yao Zhao, with the Yao Zhao quite close to the uh, the the link, just in case he only went unconscious, just so that I could try and get him back up mm-hmm. and you know, not have to worry. Yuriko Oda, she's a, a nice little character with a um, emitter, which is yep. quite quite yep. fun. Mine um, layer, yep. Mine layer is always good. Mm-hmm. And then the other dodges t- on fourteens as well because of the hyperdynamics. And the other pieces, uh, I use both Ryukan. So the uh, HRL that deploys in a limited camo with mine layer. So you know if you've got Yuriko doing the mine layer thing and the HRL and that also doing mine layer, that's three camo markers. It's like, oh, yeah. which is the real camo marker? Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice little trick in an army that doesn't have an awful lot of regular camo. It has very little of, regular you can sort camo. Of people out, like, mm. which ones? Yeah, it's like, HRL? hang on, why have you got three camo yeah. markers? <laughs> you might be expecting one. You're like, wait. And then I also use the other Ryukan, which also has mine layer, but mm. she's forward deployment level two. So mm. when you're putting the, the marker there past your deployment, so it's pretty obvious that that's a mine, but you know, it's quite nice fire lane denial piece so at least they've got to discover and then shoot it yeah. or run up to it and try and tank the hit or dodge out of the way and what were the what were the differences between the two lists you said um, they were similar yeah the um the Keisotsus in one list were all forward observers um and then in the lists where you don't want to kill where you want to kill specialists like yeah we'll just have them as regular Keisotsus thank you <laughs> and then I had Noni Warbun yeah, didn't right. quite have the points for Shinobu but uh, just Noni Warbun still pretty good then definitely. All right. Any any other sort of takeaways from the event? What you what you think you did well? What do you think worked? What what do you think? Didn't? I think I did fairly well deployment wise in all of my games. Deployment's the one thing that I've been trying to concentrate on because, it, especially for season ten with the whole drop troops that everyone seems to get nowadays. Um, you know, it's like, oh, except gonna, JSA. Um, yeah, except JSA. Uh, and yeah, we we've been basically hosed by the season ten rules. Like, oh yeah, medium infantry. Oh no, wait, we don't have any of that. Drop troop. Oh no, we don't have any. Of that. <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah, and so. Uh, yeah, um, deployment was something that I was really big on trying to make sure that I was covering kind of all angles in case someone tried to drop behind my deployment zone, you know, in the back of my deployment zone. And I think I did quite well in not wasting too many orders on doing things when they didn't work. Because mm. it's really easy to sort of get, not quite on tilt, but get in your own head and think, but if I just try it again, mm. I might be able to do it. If I just try it again, I might, <laughs> and I, you know, a couple of things, I was like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try going around a different way and doing it different, yeah. something, something different. How many orders did you waste on the Xenotech? Only one. I actually got it down first oh, time okay. except for, for one. Uh, in Supremacy, well, Supremacy is pretty easy because you're doing in 14s, but Frontline you did it first time. Mm, I was I was lucky. I, yeah. I rolled a four. So I was like, yeah, oh, okay, nice fine. <laughs> That'll pass. Off <laughs> the Xenotex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said last episode, I didn't really see the problem oh with them until God. CanCon. Same. So, 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 listeners, for those of you who can't see in our recording at the moment, Julian is currently doing his best impression of uh, a person who would like to um, rip up the rule book about Xenotex and uh, <laughs> oh, never it, see it, it ever again. It cost me my game against Ben. <laughs> like, it, it le- very least, it stopped me getting a draw, and it also stopped me having orders to go push a button that would have made it a win. So, um, yeah, it was... I mean, obviously, you can always talk about what is, but I spent... I failed four attempts on 14s to sync with a Civi. So, not only did I then not have... I was within an order of pushing a button. So, I, I would have been able to do that. 
And then I would have had an order to then potentially drop the scanner as well. So, it cost me like, you know, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Well, if, if you're- if you've uh, covered, yeah, pretty much. I think the only thing, only other thing I would say is that uh, I I spent the last four months as well getting a table of terrain um, built and ready to take up, and I was really happy to to kind of get it there and see people enjoying the uh, the neon Mardi Gras table, as Julian dubbed it. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I like it. It was a very pretty table. I really <laughs> liked the the blimp in the middle. It was a standout yes. piece. Yeah, you no, need to have some really... floats on there now. Some like pink floats, <laughs> like a unicorn. <laughs> so yes so that, that was that was my cancon it was great um can't wait to do it again next year with uh, a different army not that i don't love jsa but you know got to do something different mm. yes and we will get on to our uh resolutions, Hobby resolutions. Yeah, yeah after uh, well julian um how was your cancon ah it was awesome it was awesome so um i went up with jacob and we ended up staying together in like probably the smallest ever room i've ever seen jacob was saying it was cozy oh mate you could not move from one side to the other without like getting you know all down and dirty with each other it was <laughs> it was disgusting how <laughs> your friends are you fine uh, oh yeah well exactly. you're closer friends now yeah yeah no Got yeah secrets. it was like by the end of the weekend i was just fighting and he just didn't care it was just <laughs> it was just hilarious and this guy julian works out so you know what protein shake farts smell like Oh, these were worse. It was like protein and like pizza and <laughs> chips and soups. So it was nice. It was terrible. It was like the worst farts. It was like toxic farts. I can now understand why Jacob came up to me on the Sunday and was like, "Hey, Kev, can, can we come around to your place tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Yeah, yeah, sure, man. What, what? Yeah, I just I think I would really like to get out of the house hey, and, and, and if I recall on Sunday, he was the one who actually wanted to go home when we we're playing games. Oh, he needed a beauty sleep because he- Yeah, I know, because he was on well. top table. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, um, that was good. We went up together um, and, um, yeah, well, that was all right. And then my first game was against uh, Ben and it's probably been talked about on White Noise. So I won't go into it too much, but basically it was like World War One for two turns. It was just trench warfare. <laughs> I didn't move out of my quadrant. He didn't move out of his. Um, we kind of killed some stuff. I had a few unfortunate dice rolls- um, it didn't cost me the game, but it was like, uh, it probably shouldn't have happened. Um, and then, um, yeah, in that last turn, it was really, really poor dice rolls to get me basically, a, I think it was a 7-5. And had it have, had I placed the multi-scanner, it would have been, it would have been, uh, what? Because you lose a point, I was on six, so it would have been seven all. Seven all, yeah, right. And then I also then would have managed to push a button with my Rodok to make it eight seven, so- um, and I had like five orders to do it. So yeah, it would have been, it would have been a, a different game, but that being said, I probably would have played someone much better later on. It would have, uh, been, Picks um, and troughs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and it was an awesome game. Like it was yeah. so much fun. And you were playing your non-avatar list. Yeah, I was game, playing my Sogarat list. I've, everybody was saying that Ben kept asking, he's like, oh. Everyone was everyone asking, was like, running every- avatar, running avatar. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to use that list. But then after that, I lost that game. So I was like, I'm just going to use Avatar list now. <laughs> so, um, which is funny because the Sograt list, which like Gavin and stuff like that had seen it before, was like that list is like stronger than the Avatar list. Actually, I lost and drew with that list. And then my Avatar list, I won all three games. So, But which uh, which of the three games did you win with the Avatar list though? Uh, DCAP, Firefight, and Frontline. 
Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, because the Avatar isn't necessarily well suited for supremacy. Yeah, no, he's too Frontline's many Frontline's pretty good because yeah. you can pretty much say, I'm taking the sector. But that's only yeah. one sector. Yeah, you're dominating, you're dominating one sector pretty certainly. But then... Well, and it. that's why I'll talk about my game against uh, Peter Henry, where I got super, super salty as soon as turn one ended and I realised that I was not going to get a major because I realised what he was going to do to me. Uh, but I'll get into that. Which uh, so just um, so you obviously you're running vanilla combined. Yeah, you finished where twelfth, twelfth. Yeah. Uh, so with how many wins? Uh two majors, a minor, a draw, and a loss. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was pretty. So I was pretty that, happy with that. that shows how close the tournament was when I had three majors and mm. finished seventeenth, mm. and you had two majors, a minor, and a draw. Yeah. And, which but is technically the of- same same tournament points. Yeah, I had a lot of objective points though, yeah. because my losses, my loss, I, it was a six point loss, so I had a lot of points for that. When a lot of people had six point major wins yeah. in that, so um, I was pretty th- that that kind of boosted me up. And then the, the draw I had again, it was very similar points. So, um, but yeah, anyway, round two, I can't remember whether I played James or Pete round two or three, in which order, but it doesn't matter. So mm. we'll say I played James, and he was playing. Yeah, it must have been James. And James, James, I can't remember his last name. He's a he's a Sydney Sydney player from the Sith Sith Boys, and he's playing Tunguska, and it was in Decap. So Decap was second. So, so it had did he have the, right, the yeah. big Hollow Man link? No, he didn't. He had um he had a Kreezer Borax, a whole stack of puppet bots, which are really hard to kill. I didn't realize mm-hmm. how tough they are. They're super tough. And then a link, a three man link. I can't remember what was in it, but there was definitely a Grenzer sniper in it, which. Oh god, he crit me so many times. I just couldn't believe. Yeah, right. How many times he crit my avatar with that thing in arrow as well? Yeah. So, and he's Papa Bot's crit the avatar, and luckily I was just engineering it the whole time, so it didn't matter. But um, that game was brutal because first turn, I so you you got first turn. Yeah, went first, killed the HVT with my avatar. It was my data tracker. It Did didn't one five order. points straight five away. points straight away. Killed his LT with my speculer. Of course, yeah. And killed his data tracker. In, like, f- the space of five orders. Nice. So, um, it was a bit unfortunate because he, he put his Kreezer Borax in a spot where he thought it was safe, but my avatar could get a bead within two orders and, you know, just put one burst into him and that was the end of the Kreezer. So, um, Interesting, because the Kreezers, whenever I've played against the Kreezer, they've always been quite hardy, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. I think it was out of cover. Nah. So, that, out of cover. Do it. Yeah, he was shooting back on negative nines and I was shooting on, like, 15s, so... Um, and I think he missed and I hit with all four. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Damage 16 AP. AP. Shred. Yeah. Shred cover as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was a bit unfortunate for him. I don't think he was, cause he'd heard of avatars before, but he never played one. He's a relatively new player. And I think he, um, I said, I'm, I'm running a, you know, you can't hold two models. He's like, oh, you're running an avatar. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then of course, after round one, he was like, whew. Now I see why they've got that rep. (laughs) (laughs) The most expensive model in the game for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's like, you know, against an avatar, you leave something out in the open, it's going to kill it. doesn't matter what it is, it's going to kill it. So, um, yeah. And so, I think he did- He managed to pull it back, drop down roll and and got my my data tracker. But by then, it was like a 10-2 or something win. So, and then second, third game, I played Pete. He's a local down here. And um, I savaged him first turn. He had like three orders left. He was running invincibles. Yeah, yeah. So it was three <laughs> orders, but had like a lot of points. And I was like, all right, I've realized I'm doing the maths in my head. And I'm like, he had 10 models. I killed this, that, and the other. I'm like, and it was limited in the search. I'm like, the only other model he could have is a hacked tower. 
Yeah, right. And the only other model he could then- Then he had um, Intelcom as well. He chose to play it. So, I'm like, if I can't kill those three models, which I didn't manage to do, he's going to spend his three orders in his, in his turn to walk to the middle quadrant, play Intelcom and take four points from me. Mm. And there's nothing I can do about it because wherever I put my avatar, he's just going to put his uh, hacked out. So, he's going to take four points off me no matter what I do. And so, it's exactly what he did. I couldn't kill those four models and put him in retreat. His hacked tower just walked up the table and then that was it. And that's frontline, yeah? Frontline, yeah. Well, so, there's no retreat in frontline. No, yeah. So, it wouldn't have made a difference anyway. No, um, but uh, it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, I've heard Pete talk about his list and mm. uh, I don't hear many people taking the hacked tower mm. in Invincibles just because there's so many other juicy new things to play with. Yeah. But he's, he's sold on it. He's like, yeah, this is, it works so much better because you can, there's links there that can feed it. Feed it, yeah. He dropped down, um, he dropped down his Lu Jing in turn, his turn one and like right next to my avatar. And I was like, oh boy, a bit of, bit, a bit of trouble here. Mm. And he scattered right in front of my avatar. It was oh, impressive. And I was just like, Broop. was it the assault hacker or, or do you, what was he going to do? Multi rifle, but I don't remember what profile. Yeah, I wasn't sure um, what he was going to do with a, a Lu Jing against an yeah, avatar. Being yeah. What armor and Try and get behind it, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Stand behind you. Didn't, didn't help because he just, I just supposed to be killing him. Yeah. And then round four, I played, um, I played Battle Kiwis, uh, Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. And that was a really good game. Um, and this was the first game I think I've ever played where I was like, God damn it. I wish I had to take an MSV because he was playing USA and he basically just rocked up the table and it was in supplies and put down smoke templates, picked up the supplies and ran back to his deployment zone. Yeah. And I was like, great. And I was using my soccer atlas. So I'm like, I have the orders to do it, but, um, I just had some really, um, I just had to get up the table and I just didn't manage to do it. We ended up having a draw, but um, I think uh, the highlight of the game was that I moved up my Yao, not my Yao Zhao, my, um, my uh, slave okay. drone that was attached to my um, Kurgat boarding shotgun engineer and I'm moving it up. And um, uh, I, I go up to my Q drone, which had gone unconscious. I'm like, oh, repair it, roll 13. I'm like, oh shit, I don't know if that's a crit. Or a fail because I couldn't remember they were at 12 or 13. Anyway, get my list up, checking my list, and I'm like, oh boy, there's no there's no slave drone in this list. <laughs> oh, oh, so you were a dirty yeah. cheating cheater. Well, it didn't make a difference because there was no arrows, <laughs> nothing yeah. happened. So I'm like, let's just rewind that whole thing. Um, but yeah, I was like, it just shows like it, the the slave drone was in my avatar list. So I was like, it just shows how like in that heat you can just get so cooked because by that game I was destroyed um, you know it was only the first game of day two but like I was just dead and um, you know I think I really noticed the heat this year because I'm 20 kilos heavier than I was last year and um, yeah it was just you make mistakes that you just you just don't make in normal games yeah, you know when no, you're having sure. friendlies and stuff like that and so we just yeah. re-round the clock I moved my Karagat up instead and I then actually couldn't revive my Q drone. So, he was like, oh, that's awesome. Win for him. Yeah. And um, Yeah, anyone who's played um, multi-day tournaments um, will understand that, you know, you think, okay, we're just, we're, just you know, we're standing at two ends of a table moving, you know, plastic or metal soldiers on a table. How hard can that be? But, oh. Yeah, it's the, the mental strain that it actually, it takes. It's yeah. really surprising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard Especially on your back. Especially 40 it's degree. hard on your legs. Mm, it is. Yeah. You just bent. You're. You don't realize what awkward positions you're standing in for like 
six hours a day. Mm. That's why the uh, stooped over everyone. Mm. Everyone who plays Infinity should have a line laser. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. So. Whereas uh, Jacob bought as a periscope. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool. Which looks cool, but I don't know. In some tables, you're never going to put it down. Yeah, you know, without having to move. <laughs> it was really funny. Some people got super salty about that because. Really? He would be like, I think I can see, get the spare periscope and see. And people would be like, oh, I didn't realize you can see. And he's like, well, I can see. <laughs> and people got really salty about it. I'm not going to name names, but I think people need to harden the fuck up with that. Well, he could just um, invite them over and say, well, so you can look. And, and he did. And then they looked at my periscope. I and know. I think it was, it was more of a thing of people like, well, why he has this tool and they felt like it was. Like unfair or something. He said he wanted know? to get it, like way before CanCon. He was like, "I need a." Oh, he's uh, been using Paris it for ages. Oh, I, oh, I thought he. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought he bought it. I like CanCon. Oh, no, no, so no, he's been using yeah. it for ages. Right, like, he, he's played games against me with it. I think it's awesome. Like, I've never seen it before. I've heard him talk about it. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get one. It's fantastic because like. It's sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know whether I can see. And you just get this periscope out and you go, oh, I can see now. Mm. And, you know, it really opens up your game. Like, all of a sudden, you're remembering about ARRs because you have this periscope here. And you're like, oh, actually, I should probably remember my ARRs. So, um, yeah, I think there was a few people who didn't like it. And I don't understand why. Yeah, I it's, think, a, it's, just yeah. A, it's just another tool to yeah. basically help us play the game. Yeah, it's exactly. A- if you're going to get annoyed about that, well, then- don't use tape measures or don't use laser sights or don't use dice. Just just move your models around with your hands and guess ranges. It's by and by, yeah. yeah. And I forgot to ask you what list you brought to CanCon. I mean, we obviously know one was an avatar and one was yeah, a Yeah, one, one was a Sogorat list and it was power. I can't remember exactly what was in there. It was um, cooked, but Sogorat, um, Noctifier, uh, every list, both of those lists, I was running two, two um Crackrot Renegades. Yeah. Uh, always those really guys are so fun. I love the Crackrot. Oh, They're so good. Six months before CanCon, and I just started playing Combine again, I just could not understand Crackrots. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to give these guys a go. And I ran one in one of my lists, and I was like, oh, my God. These are amazing. The forward deployment yeah. on them makes them so useful. And, and, and Medicam. In data track yeah. emissions, mm-hmm. they're, they're amazing, especially in DCAP, because you can put- Two on a line, no matter where, if you're going second, for example, no matter where they, or you're going first and you're deploying first, no matter where they put their HVT, if you've got them, a Rodok, you're like, I've got three possible data trackers up mm, forward yeah. that I can throw away and don't care if they die. I really and, like the, yeah. um, not to get off topic too much, but mm. I've started playing Vanilla Combine as well yeah. and the Rodok Killer Kill Hacker. Oh, fantastic. He's amazing. It's just that forward deployment. Being and he's like no SWC costs. Yeah, he's and he's cheaper super than jump canal. Limitism, boring yep. shotgun, anti-personal mines. Fantastic. He yep. gets to where oh, he needs yeah. to be. Yeah. He's survivable in arrow. Yeah, he can fight himself out of a firefight if he has to. Yeah, so I think um I think he's an awesome profile. Um, and then I'll go back to that old game against Oliver. So Rodok basically made me get like disastrous defeat. Um, to a draw. Um, this was the supplies? Supplies, yeah. So, the Rodok basically walked up and picked up a supply, which made it one all supply boxes. Now, mm-hmm. again, coming back to that heat, which is where you, you make mistakes, I might knock a fire review first turn and his turn, and I forgot to add its order pool to the, 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 the game oh, right. for three rounds. Oof. I also did the same thing with an Imatron. So, I was playing two orders down in one combat group that the Rodok was in, which then didn't have the orders to go and pick up another box. Oh, for the whole tor- for the whole game, I was like, "Oh gosh!" It was like my own. It was like my own fault. Like you know, but you know that the heat is pretty much the like the contributing factor because like yeah, 
Yeah. You don't forget about that kind of stuff normally, so. And actually, I forgot. I made a, a faux pas against Nick at uh, yeah. round three. He yeah. was halfway through turn one, mm. and I realized I hadn't put down my baggage bot or my flash boss bot. Mm. So, I was like, shit, I'm really sorry. Like, I just, I'm cooked. Mm. So, I just did, so basically, I had to put them in a corner. Yeah. Where they weren't going to affect in the shitty positions. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's where they'll go because it's my own fault. They let yeah. me do it. But yeah, it was just one of those things. It's like, I have two orders missing. He was like going through his turn. And I was counting my orders. Like, there's two models missing. Ah, yes. Mm. It happens. That, that again, though, I think speaks for the Infinity community as a whole that, um, I think most people would let you do that. I think, you know, if you've, oh, if yeah. you've made a genuine mistake and you're not obviously not trying to game somebody. Is that why Nick was making that face? Was yeah. That, oh, I reckon that was the exact yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. I, I think that was after. It wasn't, it wasn't Emily spec firing. It was you forgetting <laughs> to put models down. The real reason. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Um, no, I was, yeah. yeah. It's quite so, interesting, actually. round five was against, um, oh, who did I play round five? Did you play Ryan? Oh, Did we play Ryan, Ryan? Ryan, I played Ryan round five. Oh, that game! Oh, boy. Ryan, I got the holy trinity. Like same, same guy that I played round four. Ryan Jago. Oh yeah, mm. I got the three things you want to get done in an avatar speculo, um, uh, noctify list. So he dropped his Lu Jing down, walked around the corner, killed my Kurgat. I'm like, great, okay, now I've got to really, you know, look look forward to things. And then he goes after my avatar and he couldn't Ooh. get it to a point where I couldn't get an ARO onto him. Yep. So um, he couldn't slice the pie. Actually, no, he did. He got one shot on me, but I passed both my saves and nice. turned to face. And then the next time he did it, I sepsisted him. Ooh. And uh, I said that incorrectly just for you guys over in WA who hate me saying that. <laughs> um, and so I got myself like a Noctifier as well. Way of it too. Yeah, it's so much better. It's so much easier, isn't it? So, so Sepsister and Noctifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And crack Rot. And and crack Rot. Yeah. What's, what's the other one? What's the other one you can't get right um i don't know, know. Oh, just sounds so much better anyway i love it and yeah anyway he he got sepsisted and um and um he he got two shots into my avatar i'm like fantastic pass both my saves mm. <laughs> well he's on the nine yeah yeah he did use ap rounds um i can't remember if he used ap or anything but it was it was still armor eight or nine and i still passed them both and then in my turn because he went first i then proceeded to use his lujing Oh, hang on. I've, I've overstepped a, a, a thing here. He had a, um, a, a uh, what's the heavy infantry armor three link team that you can take? The Zuyong? Zuyong. He had a Zuyong link. Terracotta warrior. Ter- yeah. And he, he rocked them around the corner of a crate and Ryan had forgot noctifiers were a thing. And um, my noctifier reveals- Big mistake. Yeah. And takes a shot at the HMG. And hits four of the Zuyong and the Doctor that's Ouch. prone around the corner. And he rolls and gets a couple hits, but I roll and crit in a 15. Oh, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, Fuck. the rest of the Link had dodged because mm. it was like his only option. And they all failed their dodges as well against the 15. Two of them died. One of them was on one wound. The missile launcher failed his and also died. So, I killed three Zuyongs. I think that's a good trade for you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the doctor also died, so he couldn't get the rest of the link up. Oh. And so, he was like, well, that didn't go well at all. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And then after that happened, he dropped his Lu Jing down and I subsisted it. Um, and um, and then in my turn, I proceeded to kill everything in the rest of his army pretty much with his own Lu Jing. So, so that was your final round. Yeah, my final round oh, was was a- was. Just, I don't know if it was uh, much fun for Ryan. Like, we had a good game. It had lots of laughs, but 
I, I was, I never had a game like where everything just went perfectly right in an avatar specular list. Like sepsisted someone who then killed everyone, knocked a fire, crit. Um, the only person who didn't do any work was the, the specular who got killed by, I think, the rogue Zuyong who was it left happens. on one wound. Oh, it happens. I wasn't too fast. I think we would have had to call you a witch if you'd have managed to get the specular off as well. Yeah. Would have been pretty, pretty brutal. But yeah, that was my CanCon. I, uh, nice. Had a good nice. round, had a good, good couple of games. Um, and, um, yeah, and Jacob and I drove home and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So you had a good time, but any takeaways, anything you think you did well, anything you think you could have done better? Yeah. Just I should have been 20 kilos lighter. <laughs> would have, would have been much nicer. Is that likely to happen next uh, for this year? Next year? No, probably not. I'm enjoying no. being fat. Well, you're looking yeah. pretty trim at the moment. No, I don't feel trim. I feel heavy, but yeah, I, um, you heavy and heavy for the rest of us are two different things. I'm Julian, still 120 so. kilos, so I'm still like twice. Well, not twice me because I'm fat now too. Yeah, that's what happens when you go past 30, which you'll enjoy. Oh, I would not have already experienced. Wait, wait, wait till you uh, get the next milestone. My mm. friend, I wouldn't, wouldn't know. I'm a long way off hitting 30. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm closer. I'm, I'm closer to being 18 than I am to 30. So, mm. Jesus. do you know really how old that makes me feel, Julian? Yeah, I know. I know. All right, well, that, I guess, wraps up the CanCon recap. Any mm. final words on that or just we are Yeah, I think if you're planning on going next year, definitely go. It's, and um, if you're planning to go, book early. Because yeah. we, we had to, uh, as Infinity, as I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast knows if they're uh, in Australia anyway, um, we, uh, we actually had, the, there was a cap on tables. On tickets, yeah, there was a uh, only sixty nine people played, but seventy tickets were sold, and that was the maximum they could have because and the tournament uh, organizers they had a hundred and they fucking warned people. They told you you've, they got, to, you've got to book up or otherwise we'll, we'll lose player spaces, and they lost player spaces. So, yeah, I mean, Age of Sigma like sold I think over two hundred tickets the first day. So I mean, you know, that's yeah, that's a that's a thing. I don't think we're ever going to get to quite that How level. Is that but game so popular? Weight of uh, yeah, models are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't explain it anymore. I was like, oh, the models are pretty. I speak with not Ryan. Pretty. He's saying like the community is pretty good. I've heard that, yeah. But still, like, I don't want to be like a, a game basher. Like, sometimes you... I don't know how the community and the rules can offset it, if that makes sense. Because the rule... I played it a couple of times and the rules, I was like, oh. Three pages. I mean, what can you really get right? But then what can you really get wrong? Yeah. It's more like the power creep of... Anyway, we won't talk about Age of Sigmar. Let's uh, not. Yeah. But no, definitely, if you are thinking of coming... Do it. We always get uh, we always get a fun Carlos video as you know for the last two years or anything to go by. You know, I demand a revote. That is not a that was not a fair and justice orientated. I did this just vote. for you, Julian. Oh. I, I love how involved uh, Bostria got with our banter with the Australian banter. I reckon. Fact, I don't the know. The fact that Damien won that is a travesty. Well, he hasn't shown his face in the community I for know. several months. If yeah, not, he's, a, he's, he's a he's an outcast almost now, and he's not an outcast. He's just that's the wrong word. He's a he's a he's lapsed, shall we say? No, he's 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 just not involved. He's coming back though. Apparently, he's been sending memes to people, which generally means he's going to be playing some games. Soon. He's pumped. He's pumped. And yeah. um, actually, I forgot to mention. I forgot to give a shout out to Miniature Scenery last episode because because they brought up their very gorgeous table that I think a few people saw via the memes uh, that Nick and I were playing on. A lot yeah. of people were commenting on how beautiful a table that was. But mm-hmm. I forgot to shout out Asher and the guys at Miniature Scenery for donating that table and making it look such 
a beautiful table. You sits, get to sits, play on that table every week. We it's pride of place mm. at the front of House of War. Everyone walking past the store can have a look at it. And mm. yeah, it is a gorgeous table. It's great fun to play on. Mm. So yeah, shout it to those guys. And they, uh, they of course, gave us all little uh, prizes in our player packs too. They did. Uh, yes. They're great supporters of the community. Did you end up playing on that table at CanCon? Uh, which, the, 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 the House of War one? table? No. So you were the only one out of all of us who didn't play on that table. I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, so I don't think Jacob did, did he? You played on it. Jacob played on it. Jacob played on it. Okay. He played Sarah on, or, or, or Ben did. Did Ben on that table? I think Somebody did. That table. We all did except John. Yeah. yeah how, how, how crazy is that? You go to CanCon to play on new tables and you play on... <laughs> the tables. table that you play on every week. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic. It happens. Yeah. Okay, so we've done the CanCon wrap. Um, I guess the last thing we'll do regards CanCon is Red, uh, who was on the show last week, gave us some juicy stats. I asked him for a few more stats for tonight, and he sent through a a spreadsheet with some faction breakdowns, which I think might be of interest to a lot of people. We, in fact, have the exclusive reveal on the faction breakdowns. Theirs have not been released until now. That's true. Yeah, he's uh, he was... He is kind enough to wait until after we publish this episode before he puts it out there. So um, I guess I'll just start with factions. Um, so we had 16, well, 69 players at CanCon, and the most represented faction was Pano with 11, followed by Combined at 10, mm. and ALF at 9. So those are the top three. Followed, then we had uh, Ariadna with 8, Nomads with 8, Yuching with 8, uh, NA2 with 6, Hagazlan 4, Toha 3, and there's two others that we weren't sure what they were. Basically, those players didn't, didn't, didn't submit their lists to OTM before the tournament. They I think cheated. that may be that what's happened. Disqualification. Mm, not naming mm. names. Summary execution. <laughs> so what do you guys what do you guys think of that? Pano 11, does that surprise you at all? Pretty. It, it surprises me in so much as... Um, we don't have that many panel players in mm, Melbourne. Well, well, lot, well, there's we a do, lot up north, and mm, I think. I so. mean... There's Chris, Chris Parson, who's basically he was exclusively... Only he was only Victorian that went yeah. there and played... Oh, no, John. He played uh, Acon. So we had two yeah, from Victoria. Two from Victoria. Um, but we also got a couple of other guys, the new, newer guys who are playing with us on sort of Thursday nights weekly that play Pano. So That's right. Yeah. But, a couple um, of military orders, guys. Yeah. The interesting, if we, cause if we go into the, um, the sort of the sub... Uh, sectorial breakdown that there's no vanilla Pano in that list so basically every every player who played Pano was playing a sectorial good pickup actually and that doesn't surprise me when I see Pano I really think that I'm going to face vanilla Mm. um, simply because the likes of NCA military orders three Varuna players it was yeah Mm. Mm. Including, including Guy finished second who was playing Varuna Lucky he finished no, I know, Lucky, sorry, Lucky was playing Lucky Varuna too won. so yeah sorry yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that somebody else mm. was playing Varuna Toha finished second with um, Rob that's right, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting them mixed up that's right because mm. I think I think the poll we did on Infinity Australia Facebook page before CanCon was who was going to be the most represented faction it was combined I think we'd said yeah, which ALF, wasn't which was what, 10 it was only one behind yeah, panel so that's close, not a surprise and then ALF being 9 was pretty Expected as well. I actually would have thought they would have had the most highest representation. I'm 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 not surprised that the actual in terms of army vanilla and sectorial breakdown that the top sectorial was OSS and TAC. Definitely, that does no, not surprise, surprise me. One yeah. bit. Everybody loves and then the new army as well. That kind of does surprise me a little bit, considering how close their release That's was. That's a really good point. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. So yeah, so the breakdown for sectorials was uh, TAC and OSS mm. five each, and followed by OS uh, Invincible Army with four, 
And then... The next one's the surprising one. Morats. Four players. Uh, Why does play anyone Morats? actually play Morats in a tournament setting? Because they love setting? the underdog, man. They love oh. being... Well, I mean, to be fair... Underdogs. I'm the, a Morat um, player and I would never take him to CanCon again. <laughs> these these missions that we played were quite Morat friendly in terms of there wasn't a lot of specialists <laughs> None needed. None of them no. did well anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, poor Ross, I don't think he won a game. Um, <laughs> he did cut no, no. Um, yeah, so the Morats uh, for NCA4, Vanilla Combined 4, ISS, Steel Phalanx, Tunguska, Varuna, Toha, all with three. Not a single Vin- Morat player inside the top 20. None. 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 Um, we had Kari- we had two with so uh, we had Corregidor, Assassins, JSA, Military Orders, Onyx. Jesus, there's a lot of two. Uh, Starco, US, Vanilla Hack, and Vanilla Nomads all at two. And then we had one Bukunin, one Druze, one Akari, one French, one Vanilla Yujing, and one Vanilla Alef. So that's interesting, actually, when you think of Alef were nine of them. Five of them were OSS, leaving three, three, three steel, steel phalanx. And one Alef. And I think Red mentioned a little note here saying all three steel Steel Phalanx players finished in the top 20. Mm. Which I, I don't think I'm surprised by that because Steel Phalanx are pretty strong and they actually work those missions very well. Um, again, not really needing that many specialists yeah. mm. getting up in your face for the likes of frontline. Putting, you at, putting you at you know, neg- a lot of negative modifiers. I mean, you know, they've all got ODD yeah. and stuff. So it's a- Well, I mean, the top 20, like five, a quarter of the, the top 20 were ALF players. Were ALF players, yeah. So mm. that was... Um, yeah, more than half of the ALF players are all in top 20. And it's interesting that the the, the, the next big flavour, Ariadna, or they are split into sectorals, but not a single Ariadna player got in top side top 20. Yep, which is interesting given that there was Ooh. eight yeah. eight Ariadna players That's and not the one of them was in the top second 20. Second or third highest, yeah, fourth highest faction and not a single one got inside uh, the top 20. So, wait, there wasn't... Am I reading this right? There wasn't a single vanilla Ariadna player. No, not even, not even, no, not a single Ariadna player, including sectorials. Yeah, but I mean, like in in the whole CanCon, no yeah. one played vanilla Ariadna. Oh, it was all on. it was yeah, all yeah, TAC yes, I, or USA yeah. and one um, French. Yes, so I, I didn't pick that one up. I picked up the Pano one, but I didn't see that one. Yeah, mm. so it's eight eight Ariadna players, five of them were TAC, two were US, and one was French. French. Yeah. So that's interesting because. Before TAC came out, you would expect, obviously, that number would be vanilla. Mm. Now, they've, it looks like they've all moved over to TAC. And that was an interesting thought because I know when TAC first came out, we were deciding, well, how long are people from Ari- vanilla Ariadne players going to stay with TAC or are they going to jump back and realize vanilla is still stronger? Mm. This might be an indication that people are happy with TAC, which well, I must admit, you know, there were... What, how many? Was it five tech players? Yeah, the, five. Yeah, five tech players. I expected more. I was surprised mm. there was only five. Mm. Well, I didn't play any. I'm surprised so I'm none of them got inside top 20. That's a, that's a shock to me. Uh, yeah, that is... Maybe because they've Oh, not, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say because Did they've not been out very long. vanilla hack players and both vanilla Toha mm. players. Or the, oh, sorry, both Toha players. No, three, three uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all inside the top 20. Yeah. So there you go, power factions, Vanilla and Hack. Well, I mean, they are pretty good. Mm. And I mean, there were two assassin players that didn't make it to top 10, uh, top 20, just the hack, just the vanilla players, which mm. makes sense because, I mean, vanilla is the best flavor. Better. It's 
It is the best flavor. Mm. Tell my girlfriend that. I love vanilla ice cream. She thinks I'm a weirdo. It depends, though. The cheap, the really dirt cheap vanilla ice cream. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. I don't, I don't want the vanilla dirt. bean flavor. Yeah, I want no, just no, the vanilla like flavor. The dirt cheap one that yeah. you can just... The, the chemical <laughs> flavor. Yeah, chemical <laughs> vanilla. colored white. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting stat, actually. Yeah. Mm. Um, hack, I mean... Yeah, that was Jono and do you know who the other person was that was playing Vanilla Hack? Don't know. Yeah, but don't know. yeah finishing top 20 is yeah, good. Yeah, Jono came fourth, so. Yeah. Jono is always such a dark horse. He just got, He's he such just, a good player. He just, for those of you who don't know Jono, Jono's a guy that doesn't play much Infinity and then like- Well, not that we see playing. Not that we maybe. see, but even before he was like, when he was living, because he moved to Germany and when he was living in Melbourne, like he wouldn't play much throughout the year. And then two months before CanCon would smash out like- 20, 30 games. Yeah. And then go to CanCon. And I, didn't, I, didn't, I think every year he's placed inside. I think the worst he's placed is like 15th. Mm-hmm. But um, he's placed inside top 10, I think, two or three times. And for our international listeners, Jono went, attended Interplanetario yeah. last yeah. year. Um, so he does, yeah, he, he, he's, he deserves to be to mm. be going there. He's a very good player. Yeah, he's a very, um, very- He uses he uses hack very, I wouldn't say unusually, but I don't he think, makes use yeah. of hollow projectors a lot. Yeah. Um, he uses them to hide his uh, rejeeks. Um, so he'll disguise like a uh, Asawira as a, well, Hafsa as an Asawira, mm. hiding those points to Did surprise people. Did you know people. one of the lists he took to CanCon, I think that was the list he played most, did not have a single gun in it that was better than a rifle. Yeah. And he I, I saw that, smashed yeah. people with it. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely wrecked people with it. Yeah, no, I think yeah. Noakes... Did Noakes play? Yeah, yeah Noakes played, Noakes played And it was list. Noakes who was telling me that he was like... He was going to sh- have a pot shot on Asiwira. I was like, haha, it's a half, sir. Yeah, with a <laughs> rifle. <laughs> with a rifle. Yeah, like, and Noakes was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yep, I've got Rajiks coming in. And yeah. He's like, oh, no. Aye. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's uh, two NA2 players in the top 20. One GSA, one Akari. And we said it was... Mark Fabian, Mark Fabian, he came yeah. fourth, fourth, I think. Yes. I thought John, no, no, John no, no, came, no, fourth. came third. Mark, Mark, came Mark third, must yeah. have come third then. And so that was with the Kari, so that was impressive. Uh, two Nomad players in the top 20, one Corregidor, one Tunguska, two Varuna players. Two obviously, Tuha, like you obviously said. The, the winner there would yeah, be. Yeah, the winner and somebody else. I'm not sure who that was. So that's what do we, do we have anything to say about that? I no. guess Varuna is the flavor, but it's a really strong faction. It's really strong sectorial. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think Varuna in itself is like OP or anything, or they're ridiculous. I just think that the pe- people that were playing them, like Lockie's a really good player, mm. and he was always going to make whatever he took work. And yeah. um, I think that Varuna just happened to be what worked for him. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a reflection on the strength of them as a sectorial. Like, yes, Kamau is strong and all that kind of stuff, but. Yeah. No, definitely. There's always that to take into consideration. Like, we're not just, it's not like Warhammer. We're not saying, oh, yeah, you take this army, you're going to win. Yeah, it's it's yeah, definitely yeah. mostly the player, but it's good to see what the yeah. strongest players. And you've just got taking. to look at the faction spread inside the top 20. It's not like the top, there was, I mean, apart from Aleph, but even with inside Aleph, you know, there were two sectorials that are very different placed inside the top they probably yeah. couldn't be more different from each other yeah, those two exactly. sectorials yeah so it's not like it's not like all of these armies are all very similar in t- they're all completely different no I, t- I totally agree yeah um mm. and the two Varuna and actually Invincible Army finished in the top 21 of them which is good oh that's shocking is it yeah I, I think they're terrible but that's just me 
I mean, I think they're they're new. I think I think they're probably a bit too new to really, yeah, to really yeah. look at. Yeah. I think we need to get a bit more. Was that Pete or did he, he didn't finish top twenty? Did he? Oh, I don't know. I, I can't, can't remember. Yeah, can't yeah. remember. So we have that. That's the breakdown, guys. Um, I think it might have been Pete actually. It might have been. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, he he had a really yeah he good, did well. Uh, yeah. A really strong because he wasn't far behind me. So I think he. I think it might have been him. Maybe it may have just scraped in the top twenty. I think he um, might have been like nineteenth or something. And just to talk about his list really quickly is is when Ver, uh, IA first came out. I think we all had our notions on what would be a good list to run. Yeah. And I asked him what his list was after the event, and he's just like, it's just a uh, basic core. But then he used the Hideout MSV2 sniper mm-hmm. as his piece, and he says it just did so much work for him because no one could kill it. No, my avatar didn't just struggle with it. No, okay. I, I, he put his bot out with the missile launcher, and I got the mm. bot. And then I walk around the corner and got the the height, the whatever the MSV two is, and yeah, that was it. I mean, it's a strong piece. This BS thirteen has effectively got two wounds. It may have mimetism. I can't remember can't if it remember. does or not. Yeah, but you know, uh, sort of showing that mm. the Varuna with the Kamau MSV two shot with shock immunity and mimetism is a really strong piece. Similarly, mm. um, having an MSV2 sniper on a core link is, mm. is strong, mm. very strong. Uh, anyway, and um, another stat that Red gave us is army points. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, so fifty. Well, if, so a hundred. Sorry, sixty-nine players. It's one hundred and seventy-two games. Fifty-one thousand five hundred and fifty-seven points killed, killed, mm. which is almost. 50% of um, total, total... Total points. Total points. Including baggage. Including baggage. So, without baggage, it's well over 50%. It's well over 50%. Mm. So, a lot was killed lot, over Lots the of shooting over the weekend. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. a lot of killing over the weekend. Lots of toy soldiers didn't go back to their toy soldier family. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of the, uh, all the game, 172 games, 50 results had 10 OP. 22 had 9 OP. And 49 results had zero OP. So what do you think of that, guys? Interesting that almost over or close to half of me, my maths isn't that good. I'm not good at maths. Well, if you add the nine it's like OP, third, it's over yeah. half. Yeah, so it's oh, not quite 72. Not quite. No, no, I can't count either. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's like 40% were really high scoring games. So it's interesting. I don't, I don't think the missions necessarily reflected that. So, yeah. I don't know. I think they they rewarded shooting. I think they- yeah. And they rewarded um, big plays. Yeah. yeah. So not, not, not being the player that kind of is passive and lets the game move around. And, and, and I think a couple, of the, a couple of the missions also very much lend themselves to big discrepancies in score. Like decap, but other missions, decap, like for example, can, can lead to supremacy, big- where it's the opposite, where you can get yeah, like Ben and Ice uh, five seven, you know. Yeah, so. well, like, like the last week or last episode, uh, Red mm. explained that pretty well, and it was yeah. it was definitely the lowest scoring uh, game um, mm. round. There were still, like you say, some some ten some ten point score, but not many. Um, mm, just like, against Nick. Just against Nick, mm. yeah, and and like you say, decap is quite quite hard to score ten unless you're rolling your opponent. So mm. it demands a, an aggressive army firefights quite similar in that way too. But I think we said it had the largest amount of wins or major wins. So mm. I guess that reflects in the fifty results having mm. ten op. 
So now that CanCon's over, we've all had six, four to six months of yeah. rigorous training. But I think it's now it's time for a, for Kev, a change. What is your hobby resolution? Seeing as we've talked for the whole, That's whole right. time, it's your turn. That's quite all right. Talk away. Well, okay, you put me in the spot now. Oh, um, I love putting I, people in the spot. I ran Starco when they first came out and ran them at uh, CanCon with the express uh, intention of, of bombarding people with Emily. <laughs> Yes, that. Um, <laughs> after the backlash, I've decided to drop them. No, I'd, I'd always had decided that I wanted to try something different. I started with Hack. After my Hack got stolen, I, I moved to. I was planning on moving to Combined. Then Starco cropped up, and I thought they looked really fun, so I'll play them. The intention was to move from an army that trades up to an army that can just bombards people just, from a distance, just destroy things. Mm. So I've decided to um, move to com- Vanilla Combined. Oh, you just copied me. He, well, I mean, yes. To be I fair, let's make come saw, up again later. I saw you playing the other day, and I saw two. It, might, it was one crack crop, but it might have been two. I can't. I, I don't know. It if was you're running probably two. one and uh, one data. Yeah. No, it was and one crack crop. Two, yes, and I was Q-Gager. like, my boy, he, he, and a Liberta. Yeah, as well. I was like, my boy, he's he's le- he's he's doing exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> I loved Cubiegers before you did. I just wasn't playing them. Uh, that so you were the hipster so Cubiegers. Basic. Well, I couldn't even make sense. That's like saying. Oh, I loved playing Toha before you were playing them, but I never played them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you see, you see that you see the uh, the effectiveness of this argument right here. So I'm going to be. And I actually, don't think you could have been playing them because you were pretty much playing sectorials. Well, no, uh, Hack Islam. I was playing them. If I remember when I was Cuba playing Yager you like came out. years ago, you were playing Link Teams. So no, I was playing Vanilla Hack. I did play Assassins. Mm. I dipped my toes in Assassins a bit, but I preferred Vanilla Hack. When the Cube Jaeger came out, I think I ran it a couple of times, uh, and then I moved on to Starco, who do not have. Cube Jaegers, and then that's when you started raving about how good they were, and I was like, I know, I know how good they are. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So combined army is what I'm going to be running for a little bit, at least until Rama comes out sometime in the next couple of months, hopefully. I'm looking at Kev's work desk at the moment, and um, I see an anathematic on the table. So for all the Melbourneers out there, if you see a 40 mil camo marker that's TO on the table, it's not a Sphinx. <laughs> I have one of those too. Oh, okay. So it could be a Sphinx. Oh, now it's even worse. It's gonna be. Mm. It could be both. Although could I was saying to John before you came around, the mm. next Eastern Uprising and running mid March uh, is running. Three missions are Armory, Unmasking, and Frostbite. Mm. They all require data trackers that can kill things. Mm. And I realized that an Anathematics and a Sphinx, if you make them your data tracker, they kind of miss out on the, the best thing about Just them. Just have to run an avatar. Yeah. I'm actually looking at a Coronted HMG, which might be... I'm not a fan of the Coronteds. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I've only played one game with them, so... Yeah, I've played a few, and I just find that they, um... They just haven't done it for me. I just mm-hmm. find they don't get... I don't get the return on investment. I can see that. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm shying... Sogarat, he's just like... I'm shying away from the Avatar, much in the same way as I shied away from Emily when Starkle first came out. But it will probably, I'll probably get sucked into the Avatar. If you not, need to play a game with him to realize how mm. how much funny he is. The power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and then I'll play you, and I'll be like, "Fuck!" Now I feel yeah. scumbag. It's it's gonna be a nice change for me because having uh, even just the few games of combined I've played you know fielding one of the um aspects mm. and being able to cop 
like arrows in the face from uh, from an, an opponent and just keep going mm. is, a, is is a nice change of pace from running hack or starco where if you cop an arrow and or they crit you're, you're dead, dead. Yeah. which like sweet I've still got two like a wound and no one in cap left mm. and I'm still armor five mm. so that'll be a nice change mm. um, so yeah that and then Rama which I'm super excited about as well super excited about Tariq being a wild card. I know a lot yeah, of people are not excited sad. about that. I'm not excited about that at all. I am excited. He's not a wild card. What do you, there's speculation that he's a wild card. Well, Carlos, Carlos said it. confirmed it. Oh, yeah. did he? Okay. With my question, did you not listen to the seminar? My own question I asked him was Tariq going to be a wild card? Fuck and he I said, it's not the Spitfire. And he said yes, followed yeah. by a man. No, a huge wink. Yeah. You yeah. know what the worst part about that is? If it's the Spitfire profile, oh, yeah. he literally has That's a 40, as long as it's not a one to hit, he's a 40% chance of critting. Well, it's, we've still got probability here. You know, you can say it's four percent chance, but you can still roll four four, five fours, oh, or totally. whatever. You know, just like I rolled, you know, four fails on the data. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I could go on happens. all day about how yeah. I think it's not broken, but that's yeah. just because I want to get a, I want a faction, I want a sectorial where I can go. Look, I've got this thing. Mm. You can keep your MSV two come out or your exploding and the fact jump of the matter infantry. Is, is that even if Tariq doesn't get it, you can still take the regular Kawaji Spitfire mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Fatality anyway. Yeah. So he he can do exactly the same thing. Yeah. And they're not they're not that good in the reactive turn. Yeah. I mean they don't have anything really that's going to protect them. Yeah. Um, but I mean I understand fatality level two is is a bit janky in that you can just roll dice and mm. I mean obviously people roll dice hope for a crit you just doubled your chances of getting a crit I can understand why people are annoyed yeah. about that. It's like if I need a one or a two to hit someone I'm going to roll those five dice. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will always roll more dice. For and the th- yeah. I guess the thing yeah. is, is that even if, say, they're in a link and they're BS... What, they're BS they- 13 normally. The BS 13. Yeah. Okay. So, they're going plus six effectively for a link. Let's say they're in good range. So, they're going up to 19. Take that down to neg 12 because they can only ever be at neg 12. Yeah. Like... It's still sevens. Still sevens. True. That's so, a good point. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm also really and, excited. And worse, I think, if they're at, say, they're at zero as a neg... Th- even if they're at neg three for range, it's fours. Well, even if you're in a in a in a oh, like sorry, be a one, yeah, no, it'd be ones. So yeah, yeah. the worst you can be at is mm. well, not the worst you can. Be, yeah, the worst you can be at is uh, fours. Yeah, yeah, uh, in in a five man link. Yeah, that's true. Or that's- ones, which is still you're still critting on ones. Actually, that's where fatality doesn't work. Yeah, because yeah. you, you, you can only you, you on Oh wait, I was doing that. I'm critting yeah. in one anyway. So, but yes. I mean, uh, isn't that right? What are you talking critting, about? Critting a wand. Yeah, you're talking about Julian. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. I, I keep uh, keep being interrupted. Mm. Um, I, I did also want to say I'm also really excited about the fluff aspect of Rama. I know maybe you're not the biggest fluff person. I've been looking forward to the Super Soldier faction for a while um, with the Mukhtar and the uh, what's the other one that's been talked about? The Panther, I think is what it's like it translates to. So I'm really excited about what that might mean. But I'm not going to get into speculation in this episode. We'll wait until another time. Mm. Um, so anyway, that's my New New Year's new hobby resolutions. Um, uh, aren't you also um, trying to get yourself some sort of terrain? Oh, I am. Yes, I guess it's a good time to plug that too. I've I'm I'm not lazy, but I don't have much room to do anything. I've got a tiny little hobby corner which it's, is in the it, lounge room it, of this house. It's um, like the hobby. The hobby corner that's like the hobby corner of shame that you've kind of been like given. I've put as, myself as in like there. you've like begged for it. 
Well, we used to have a spare bedroom in the house. Mm. Uh, that was my hobby area. Then rent got too expensive. So um, my partner, Brittany, was like, we're going to need to give that room out. Mm. I was like, okay. So I've been putting myself in the lounge room, mm. which is fine because it means I can watch Netflix and paint my minis at the same time, which is good. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's no space there to do a table. So um, the kind and generous and talented Red Sullivan has offered to build me a table. So I've got a bunch of MDF terrain I've just thrown his way and he's spent about 14 hours so far, I think, on doing it. Damn. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, he's not going to do it for free. Mm. So I am paying him. But I'm really excited to see what he can come up with. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing what uh, having having your own table kind of does because you, you kind of you set it up at home and you know, you say, oh, actually... This is this is cool. This is the sort of mm. thing we can yeah you, know, you can do on it. It's like when I was um, getting my table ready for CanCon, I kind of um, started laying it out just to try and get an idea of the the layout that I was going to use. And I thought, oh, this is fun. I should have games around my house. <laughs> Any point in yeah. time when you were laying out that that table, did you think to yourself, even when it was all painted up and everything, that someone's going to come along and be like? Hot damn, this table's going to be fan popular. <laughs> well, yeah. It's going yeah. to be awesome to play on. Dressed up and as like a unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, uh, I knew, I knew it was going to stand out, shall we say? Mm. Uh, yeah, it was, it's heavily inspired by, uh, every uh, person, as soon as they found out it was the Mardi Gras table, when they walked past, was like, that's the Mardi Gras table. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, not even a hesitation. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't think, no, it was like, that's the Mardi Gras table. Yeah, we'll need the, to put the, up some photos on the yeah. Lost of the Lieutenant page as yes, well to showcase yeah. that table. Yes, the, uh, the, nice. the paint scheme was heavily inspired by a guy. I don't know that he's that active anymore, but he did a lot of painting for miniature scenery. Um, he goes by Fresh Paints, yeah, PHR. Yeah, You had a lot of people walk past and go, oh, is that the Fresh Paint table? Yeah, so no, the, no, yeah, that's like, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, think of that by myself, shall we say. Mm. It, mm. Uh, I don't have the talent for that. I just blatantly copied the technique that he did. He, he worked quite well. Everything with rattle cans. <laughs> yeah, that was the, all that. That yeah. table was pretty much all done with rattle yeah. cans, except for um, a couple of bits that were airbrushed, like the blimp was airbrushed. Mm. I was wondering why that looked much more uh, non-Mighty Gras. <laughs> mm. what's, so, yeah. what's your hobby resolutions? Hobby resolution. Well, um, I've been playing JSA for so long that uh, I think it's time for, for me to have a bit of a break. Mm. I picked up um, Cold Front when that mm. came out, and uh, I'm going to take the... Uh, the ALF half, because I, I had a half an ALF army that I picked up on eBay years ago that I've mm. never done anything with. So, yeah, I've got some old Dakinis and the soft tech and uh, that kind of stuff. So, uh, I'll probably run with that for a bit. Um, particularly, we've, uh, we've got a big tournament. Well, not big tournament. A, um, well, it's big in terms of points, shall we say. We've got a tournament coming up in April, um, ECM, which is going to be 400 point limited insertion. So basically, think, get out your big toys. Yeah, and I think OSS is going to do quite well with that. You know, I can uh, get the Asura yeah. and the Marut and uh, oh god, yeah. <laughs> a few other things out. I'm so it? doing an Avatar <laughs> list against that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely want to. Um, but yeah, so uh, but I also um, there was a company in Australia up in Queensland at the end of last financial year, Emerald Hobbies. That were having a yeah, massive, a massive, massive sell-off of um, of Infinity stuff last year, and uh, I picked up just some random stuff that I was planning to use as like bounty hunters for Ikari and mm. things like that. But I realised that I've actually got half a vanilla Tohar army too. So with the the rumoured Tohar mm. um, stuff that's coming this year, I'm, I may well uh, pick oh, that up and uh, and have some fun with Hashtag that too. You're the Tohar. I really hope it's not. <laughs> well, we don't have any Tohar players locally. No, we don't, but now we've had like five guys <laughs> just pick it up. So 
is that we're definitely going to have Toha players in 2019. Yeah, it's good. Sure. She's going to be like, oh, so shall we do a tournament? Yeah, you must play Toha. Okay, fine. Everybody will play. Yeah, everyone will run. Everyone will run Max AVA Symbia mates, and then there'll be one guy who runs Symbia bombs, and he'll come last. That's actually not a bad idea. If we can do a one tournament where everyone brings Toha, mm. then you can all feel Get it out what of it's system. like to be. <laughs> Against running Toha, against Toha. I ran against Pete the other day and he was just critting me. Like every face to face engagement, I was like, I was like, yeah, I got four hits. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm hitting on twos. Oh, roll on two. And I was like, mm. that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah, man. I was like, I just, I think I, I actually, I went back and looked at him. I had four CMB mates and all four were lost due to crits, except for the one Anima, which wasn't a crit. She actually legitimately lost that to copying a wound. But she would have lost it had she have not had two wounds because the first roll against her was a crit. So. But um, going back to, to my OSS, um, similar to Kev, Rid uh, was uh, interested in the tack half of the cold front box because uh, Ariadna's never been a faction that's really interested me. Uh, I, just, I don't know why it just doesn't... I'm, I'm kind of the... I want the weird stuff, kind of, yeah, the, the JSA, which is the, the sort of super anime the we- style. The weirdo stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, yeah. the aliens like the Tohar and even Combined is quite interesting, but we've got enough Combined players. And so I kind of offered it to him and he's like, okay, sure. Um, but He's been wanting to play Tack for ages, yeah, so he would have yeah. been like, mm-hmm. and so I was like, yeah, happy to, happy to let him have it. And he said, oh, do you want anything painted? You know, we can do, do a bit of trade. So mm. he's going to paint my OSS for me and, uh, He's, I'm giving him the tech half of Coldfront, so he's mm-hmm. he's going to be a busy boy with Kev's table and my OSS, and he's uh, launched his uh, kind of his painting company, the RS Games. RS Games, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he's yeah. Um, he's he's really busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went around before to drop off my stuff, and he's got a, he's got a, a lot of things going on. So yeah, um, well done to him. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Julian? What's uh, what's next for you? you you've maybe uh, spoiled yourself a little bit there with uh, what you were saying about your game against Pete. Oh yeah, no, I'm, 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 I went to CanCon and I, I was going to plan on starting Toha this year. And then in the secondhand uh, stores they have there, there was like 300 point starter there for like 50 bucks. And Ooh. I was like, Whoop. yeah, grab. <laughs> I'll that. just take that. Especially given that it's out of print now, you don't find it anymore. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't that exact set, but it was okay, like. Okay, so it's basically the. Yeah, it was a Kaltar specialists. Oh, right. Uh, so you got your simulates. <laughs> the Coattail and the. Kumatail Doctor with the two thingos and a couple of other things. It was a good deal, really good deal. So I got that and then I got a, a few other things here and there. So Toha's, I, I'll, I'll probably end up playing at CanCon next year. But so you can have a rematch with Ben, Toha v Toha. He'll be running Toha again <laughs> as he has every year, I think, mm-hmm. to CanCon. Um, and um, no, I'm not grudging anyone next year. I've grudged. He might grudge you, you never know. No, I won't accept any <laughs> grudges from anyone next year. And then I'll grudge the reigning champion, Lockie. <laughs> no, you heard it here first. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm. 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 Uh, I've, I've, I think I've done my fair share of grudges. I think I'm uh, going to go to a CanCon and just see what the the see so look at the draw. Yeah, look at the draw because I haven't done that in a while. So, but yeah, so Toha, I kind of want to finish off the factions that I've done the past two years, but haven't finished fully. So, I've got um tack, but I'm not. I'm getting Josh to paint them because I don't like don't have time to paint Ariadna. I can't be bothered, so he's going to finish off painting my um, attack for me. And I want to finish painting off the rest of my combine, so I want to end up going into Onyx and um, and the new Shazvasti stuff when it comes out. So. Copier, 
Yeah. You yeah. mean copy? I'm thinking. I'm thinking Onyx. Mate, I've been after. playing Combine since before you were even was, playing Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's true. I, it's true. I was a true blue soccer rat boy. I was. How old would you have been then? What? Like Four twelve. Yeah. I, I, I think I was eighteen <laughs> when I went to my first CanCon. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Puts that in perspective. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, we've got nothing else to talk about. I guess we'll wrap it up here. Yeah, I think so. Yep. I think yeah. I say so. Happy. I'm happy. Um, well, we plugged the events last episode, but I guess we'll plug them again. Come to my and John's little slow grow tournament if you're a new guy in yes, Melbourne. absolutely. Even if you're not in Melbourne, make the trip to Melbourne and come and play the slow grow. We have got some fucking awesome prizes for new players. Seriously, come. You'll love them. Yes. Yeah. And what, what date's that? That is uh, the 2nd second, of March. John's better at this than me. Okay, so, John, so in, take it away. In, in a few weeks' time. So, yes, so, uh, you know, run by Loss of Lieutenant at the House of War. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Run by Mod- Melbourne War Gaming Incorporated. Well, Loss of Lieutenant on behalf of, of Melbourne, Melbourne War, War Gaming, Gaming Incorporated. Incorporated. Yes. Yeah, it's basically like some sort of, um, you know, movie titles. Like, uh, you know, this production company by this director, <laughs> you know, this kind of... Anyway, we're, we're, um, we're not the Harvey Weinstein, though, no, of, no, no, of no, production no, companies here, where they... No, we're not the pussy grabbers of um, Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. But yes, so we're... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move that one I'll cut that one out yeah, yeah, I'll leave that in that's so good yeah. <laughs> but we're uh, we'll be running the first in a series of three uh, slow grow events so the first one will be run at 150 points using the uh, the recon rule set written by I think Ash of uh, Gorilla Miniatures Games yes he's a, he's a good guy they do a lot of good um, infinity battle reports and stuff mm-hmm. um, yep so 150 points should be uh, should be really really fun through five rounds in one day mm. which sounds like a lot but it'll be on three by three tables and hour and a quarter i think we've said for the yep. games so Speed you know, infinity. yep but it's uh, a tight tight hour you will learn a lot yes so, but 150 points three by three table you get the games done in an hour and a quarter easy mm. so there's some slightly non-standard sort of its missions uh, but uh, they're all based slightly on the different rules in yep. terms of building lists so check them out if you're going to come yep not, nothing too uh, too terrible um mm. but worth reading the uh, the little rules pack mm. before before making your lists um, but then we'll be having another event at 250 points 250 or 225 yep um, yeah. and then a final event at the full 300 mm-hmm. um, and we'll uh, uh, hopefully uh, get lots of new people playing and uh, you know really grow that scene yeah. in Melbourne that's been growing growing like you know the gangbusters Crazy. the last sort of probably three four months mm. yeah TSI is sponsoring it as well so we give a shout out to them go go give them all your money yep I just yeah. literally placed a $190 order with them yesterday so that was good <laughs> Mm. Okay, so there's that one, and then yeah, two weeks after that is my third Eastern Uprising. Oh, I'm gutted, gutted to be missing that one, I'm but I'm uh, heading to Wellington for my wedding anniversary. My yeah. wife might kill me That's if I tell her. That's not a good enough excuse. <laughs> it's you like, it's like this week, Thursday night is our normal game night on Valentine's Day. Mm, I know, it sucks. Mate, I was- I mean, sorry. I was, oh, I was sitting there, and I was actually tossing up. I was like, oh boy, if I go Thursday, we'll- Will I ever like? Will Will I exist after Thursday? And the answer <laughs> will cease to exist. Yeah, I'll just poof. So I was like, no, I should probably not go on Thursday. Yeah, no. Brett and I had a discussion about it. Neither of us are big Valentine Day people, mm. but if it's a night, we might as well make it the night. Actually, we'll do Thursday and Friday, so we're going to do something then. Mm. So my games are going to be tomorrow and Saturday. Um. Anyway, so mm. that'll about do it. 
because we've gone way off topic and mm. my job as host i'm doing a terrible job yeah you're normally really good at this you're like you're oh, like the ben of, of uh, ben and marty you're like the one who keeps us on track oh thank you um, no i i guess i've just let you guys run away with it tonight uh, so i'll just have to cut all this out yeah. thank you for listening to loss of lieutenant my name is kevin i'm john i'm julian thank you very much we'll see you next time Um, sorry, I had to make it. Yeah, you did. Um, in over here. And one of us was going to, and it was probably going to be you. Um, so it's Nick's fault. It's all fucking Nick's fault. <laughs> you are the dog in this for not realising the fucking fundamental rules of infinity uh, of pre-measuring. If that was Nick, I would have been like, hey, mate, you can't do that. And then Marty would have been like, oh, I can't do that. And he would have felt shit. You know, how, you know how the Polish women now, they're pretty uh, aggressive when they want to be. Are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, no, they'll, 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 Does your they'll... girlfriend listen to this podcast? No. Because she won't after that comment. No, no. she won't. She won't. Or, or any girlfriends for that matter. Oh, she'll, no. she'll freely admit to that. She'll, <laughs> she'll say, oh, I'll fuck him up in two seconds. So. <laughs>